January 2nd, 2023. You're listening to Oblast with Don and Kevin. And I am Kevin. That makes me Don. And we're back. New Year. Here we are. We, we uh, skipped the uh, Christmas show because things just got a little too hairy. I wasn't feeling well. I caught that. Uh, I don't know what it is, actually, but I'm assuming it's that, that virus that's going getting. around, that RS virus or whatever. Because um, it's not COVID. I did test myself a couple times. Right. Um, and, I, and I've and i had it before, and I knew it wasn't COVID. But it's still kind of, this thing kind of lingers. It's like, you know, the traditional type of shitty cold that you get where you're like, mm-hmm. uh two weeks out and your nose is still running and you're like, when is this going to end? You know? Right. It's one of those deals. <clears throat> so um, if you hear me cough or sniffle folks, I'm still getting over it, but it's been, uh, it's been since before Christmas. We had a, um, it was actually good timing. Cause I, I had the Friday off before the weekend, you know, and um, we had a blizzard, right? <laughs> or close oh, yeah. to a blizzard, I guess it didn't have a <laughs> lot of snow, thankfully. Um, at least not for us on the west side, but uh, um, it was cold. It went down to like negative, I mean, with wind chill, it was like negative 25 or something. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And uh, the wind was just whipping, and uh, um, it lasted for a couple of days. But by Christmas, I mean, it was still freezing cold, but like the weather had broke, and you know, you could get around and everything on Christmas, but um yeah, I I ended up doing mostly my Christmas with my girlfriend on Monday because uh, they couldn't make it over, or Tuesday even because they couldn't make it over on because of the weather. Um, yeah, and that's the typical mo with with her in the sense of you know I have to, some limitations there and how often I can see her and everything because um, you know the government. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's you know she's got a daughter, so it's just she has to juggle. She has two daughters. She has to juggle. One's out of the house. She has to. The stop. elders don't allow it, right? Yeah, it's, it's the move thing. You know, it's timing and the dad's time and her. You know, all that stuff. So you know, boyfriend comes later, and I I understand that, so it's no big deal. It's just that you know I kind of make plans around that kind of stuff, and then when they don't happen, it's like now what do I do? Yeah, that's you know? the worst. Because it's like can't go anywhere. Everybody's already doing stuff. It's like, huh. And that kind of happened just now on New Year's Eve, right? Because um, uh, couldn't couldn't hang out with her on New Year's Eve because she had um, uh, friends over, and like female friends. And um, and I, I honestly, I don't, I don't always understand some of the, like why can't I be over there with the friends? You know what I mean? But yeah, but but I don't know. Whatever. Um, I guess it was girls night or something at new year's Eve type of thing. Um, and so then we were supposed to get together on the, the, the day after it didn't work out. So then we got together for like half an hour today, but at least I got together for half an hour. It's just, it's Jesus. It's like, but that's, that's the struggle I'm in basically just difficult to, to get together. Yeah. Um, um, did you have a nice uh, Christmas and new year's Eve? I mean, it was all right. Christmas was good. All the family came over and we, you know, I cooked some food and people came over and brought stuff and we all ate and had a good time. And New Year's Eve, I didn't do anything. Um, Nobody does, really. Yeah, like the girlfriend was working. She's a server, so it's like, you know, big Monday night. And uh, I just went over to her place and watched the dogs and played video games and just sat there and did nothing. I watched Black Adam. 
Yeah, I watched that too. Uh, it was all right. It wasn't anything great, but it was all right. It was, you know what's? Yeah. It, I I felt sort of the same way about it in the sense of like I thought The Rock played Black Adam right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was just kind of uncaring in a way. He cared a little yeah. bit about that kid, you know. Yeah, and he wasn't a complete a hole, but he was a he was villainous as well. Yeah, and and he just you know cold blooded kind of guy and just killing people left and right didn't care um and i thought that aspect of it was good but the the other parts of it where like that was the best team they could send after black adam yeah that was the that was was just like what (laughs) and 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 like a lot of the characters were just like you felt like they were marvel characters you know what i mean like the one guy was kind of like ant-man right you know then you got you had i mean hawkman with that mace it's just ridiculous like you know what's that guy gonna do uh, it's Hawkman with I, a mace. Yeah, but what's he gonna do to Black Adam? I mean, <laughs> no, on, I know. You know, I mean, come on. Uh, and anyway, I mean, yeah. So, but yeah. So I, I ended up, I ended up just. I was like, you know what? I had the day off, uh, and nothing to do. So I just, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do nothing. And I sat there. Like I said, I sat there. I watched TV. I played video games. And at one point, I was playing games. And I stopped and I looked at my phone that said 1201 and I went, oh, well, it's the New Year's. And that was it. Yeah. It wasn't, I mean, I did. I literally did nothing for New Year's. Yeah. I haven't really had gone to a party since uh, like 25 years ago or something. I mean, literally. I've done since that thing. one. It's... Since that one we all, that you and I went to with Adam and my oh. girlfriend at the time. Oh, that one. It, uh Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, via Aqueduct. Yeah, and, then, and I mean, how old was I then? I don't even know. Twenty six, twenty six. That was like two thousand, wasn't it? Ninety nine, two thousand. Yeah, it was. I don't know if it was the millennial one, but yeah, it sucked, and that one sucked. Um, that's, all, <laughs> that's the that's the that's the last one you ever needed to be at because it was. Yeah, hard. right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've been at one since then, but I mean, I, I don't like, know yeah. anybody that has anything. I mean, mold. I don't know if you saw his post on Facebook, but he was all like, next week. my birthday is coming up and I want to celebrate. So I invited everybody to it. I'm not going because like, I'm <laughs> not going to a birthday party that's self-celebrated. The only one that I will go to is Larry's because Larry, it's kind of his personality and he's been doing it. He's literally been hosting birthday parties for himself for like, yeah. like the last 20 years. years or something. Yeah. Like, like, so with Larry, fine. But, like, Dan did this, and I went to Dan's, and it was dumb. And I'm not going to, like, feed Mole's ego by going to – because it's like, what do you get? He, he, it's just to make himself feel better and for people to buy him drinks? I mean, I don't yeah. get it. Like, what are you – He knows he knows that nobody else is going to do it for him, so he's like – Right, but well. that's, the, that's the thing. Like, if you wanted somebody to do it for you, maybe you should be a nicer person or something. <laughs> like, you know, or, or go in with other people and, and maybe host it – for other people so that maybe they'll turn around and host it for you, you know? Yeah, but no, yeah. he's, he's, you know, he's just a narcissist, I guess. Um, it's funny that like between him and Joe, like they don't really see each other anymore or whatever, but like, they're always like talking about each other, Yeah, but they're pretty, they're pretty much the exact same person. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just both grumpy and they're, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you never call me. Why don't you call me? You never call me. I didn't call you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's I, funny. I just, I won't. I'm not doing it. So uh, I will not be there. I know other people are going to stop by, but nope, I don't care. 
I just, I don't, I need, you know, even if I'm bored out of my mind, I'll still not go. Yeah. Um, Cause it's just, it's about principle. It. Just doing it out of principle. But if somebody <laughs> else hosted it for mole, maybe I would go. Right. Somebody said, Hey, we're going to surprise them. Right. But I, I am not doing that. I'd be interested to hear if Amber shows up because it's his birthday. That's going to put some pressure on her because they're friends. But then at the same time, I bet she would want to avoid me. And since she doesn't know if I'm going or not, you know what I mean? I don't know if you don't know what I mean. But uh, it's not like I have any issue with her. But she doesn't come out since we broke up. So whatever. Right. It's all good. So, um, yeah. So I want to talk. Just, yeah. I was just going to say. This is a complete side note because I got I got Monday Night Football on with the sound down. Sure. <clears throat> this is probably going to be a story here in the next week. This dude, this defender on the Buffalo Bills just hit this dude, like tackled this guy. Yeah. Stood up, like, like got up, you know, standing there and just completely collapsed, fell backwards. And they just, they just performed CPR on him oh in the God. middle of the field. Yeah. They got an ambulance out there and stuff. And that's like you, the players are all walking around crying and they're all praying and they're all like, yeah, it's weird. I was just like, what is going on here? So just wanted to throw that out there. So you never, you never know. Did you hear about that thing? I mean, I don't know if you follow baseball, but did you hear that thing about how the MLB like um, changed the baseballs around to make it so um, uh, certain games and, and Yankee games, especially um, uh, the balls were um, made heavier. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, and the MLB did it, not like like the Yankees no, not the did, team it. did it, right? Not yeah. like the somebody like the MLB like purposely, but not telling people, changed the weight of the balls so that um, bigger market games could be more I don't know exciting or something because yeah. the guys will go home runs more often, right? But that screws with the records. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you've got players that you know get these records who are having home runs and stuff and it's because they're on like say the yankees um and it's because you know it's being fixed and it just goes to show major league sports is fixed it's just all bullshit yeah it's all, it's all it, it, it's except all, for this guy it's all rigged yeah well no i mean <laughs> some players are playing their hearts out but i'm just saying there's there's little things going on. remember that in football they had that whole thing about the football being under inflated or something, Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah, his, yeah. his like, the balls were deflated. Some kind of thing, like you know, some some fixes in. Uh, I wouldn't bet on sports. No, no way. Not unless I was bad at it, and then maybe I would win all the time. Because you know, I wouldn't bet on the one likely to win. It's, it's all fixed. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, but yeah. anyway, sorry. Yeah. Sorry to distract you. No, it's all good. Um. So when you approach a an intersection when you're driving, oh and boy. the lights starting to turn yellow, do you stop? Yeah. See, I don't do that. And I <laughs> read, I read because like, okay, so I grew up thinking that if it turns red while you're under it, you might get a ticket. You might right. get a ticket. Right. And this is what everybody's paranoid about. But I I read the the law. You know, and it's if you enter the intersection while it is yellow, you're good. Right. That makes sense. So, so it's like, I just hit it now, man. I'm just like, I'm going. The other reason right. is, is because I've never in my life seen a cop 
pull somebody over for that. I've seen them pull somebody over for blatantly running a red light. True. But that last second red light, nope. I've seen guys cut in front of cops, go around, make turns. Nope, they're not doing it. They don't give a fuck. They're going to stop what they're doing to go to bust you for that. Nah. They're trying to get guys that are running the running stop signs, running lights, speeding. Yeah. The guy trying to get through that yellow the last second, they don't <laughs> give a shit. They, 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 you know, they don't want to have that argument with you in the car. Oh, it was yellow, man. You know what I mean? Right. They don't want to have that conversation. I, 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 I will, if I was a cop, I wouldn't want to have that conversation. I, I will say that I think I, I feel that most people probably believe the same that you do because I have noticed if you sit at a red light, I have noticed lately, like the past two years, there's always somebody blasting through a red light. Like when, if you're sitting at the intersection and you're waiting for the light to change green and you watch the other light and it turns red, there's, there's always, always somebody. Second guy. Yeah. It, it seems, and it's like, I know it happened. You know, it's like, whatever it happens, that's cool. But it happens a lot more often. But don't get me I, wrong. You shouldn't run the red. And you can tell when those <clears> guys do because you're green and they're, right. just, they're coming in now. And you're just like, right. dude, you know, you're looking at them. You're like, I could accelerate and smash into you right now. You know? <laughs> It'd be all your fault. Right. No, I don't definitely, I'm not telling people to go get in accidents. I'm just saying you can go into a yellow. And as long as you're entering, entering the intersection when it's yellow, you're fine. Cause I mean, you got to think about that too. Like a lot of times when you're trying to take a left and you got to wait for the cars to stop, you know what I mean? So the lights already turned red. You're in the middle of the intersection and now you can take a left because those cars finally stopped. They're not giving you a ticket for that, even though it's red. Right. You know, it's it's right. if you start taking that left from the from the edge while it's red, yeah, now you're gonna get busted. Yeah. So anyway, people are dumb. Go ahead. So I had this debate with one of the listeners on the show that I had known for a while. It's a good acquaintance of mine, but um, he was mad about our show about um, uh, are you happy? He's one of those guys that's super Republican Trump guy that thinks that America's perfect and that nothing should change. Right. Right. Everything is, uh, um, the way it should be kind of thing. And if you, and if you want to try to suggest that things are being improved, then people are lazy and they don't want to work. And you know, everybody's everybody else. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, everybody's trying to take advantage of the system. And if people just work hard, then their problems they wouldn't they wouldn't be real, but nobody wants to work. It's like okay, uh, you know, there's, right. there's you can't do anything with with these kinds of arguments. But I wanted to talk a little bit uh, on the show about a couple of things um, because, like, sometimes I might I, I've talked about this before politically, and and I and I don't feel like that was really a political post. It was more about talking about some ideas and things that other countries have done to improve their um, happiness, uh, um, rating. Cause it, that's actually rated. The United States is listed as number 18 out of like the top, I think it's like the top 20 most modern countries. And I think for like 2020 or 2021, we were rated 18th. Um, and a lot of countries, you know, um, are above us, not just like the Nordic countries, which usually do rate the highest, but also places like Australia, New Zealand, things like that um, have a have a higher happiness rating. And that's based on a whole long line of criteria. But this is somebody that felt like, you know, talking about um, 
capitalism being part of the problem that, you know, we're, we're just promoting, uh, I don't know, socialism and, and everything. And, and I think a lot of people get tied up into the, the thought process there about the economy is what determines your happiness. And I, and I don't agree with that. I think that obviously yeah. <laughs> you have to make money in a capitalist society. You have to have a job. The economy has to be decent enough for you to be able to work and be able to improve through education and get a better job and do all of those sorts of things. Nobody wants to work in like a, or live in a third world country because you're not going to be happy living in a third world country. That was never the point. And I said that pretty clearly in the beginning uh, when I was talking about it, that I in no way promote communism. Uh, but I think that if you look at other countries uh, that are um, uh, where their citizens are happier, uh, they have more uh, social programs that are of benefit to the people that are working. You know, for instance, I think like in Finland, right, which is number one on the list, uh, there, um, uh, you, you as a, if you have a kid, right, you can take up to, I think it's, it's, I don't know why it's this number, but it's like 400 and something days off of work at 80% of your pay. So, you know, that would never happen in the United States. I think, you know, I, I think they just recently made it mandatory that uh, being off for a pregnancy is like something that is now mandatory. I think they passed that within recent years because that wasn't a right. thing. A lot of businesses offered it, but I don't think it was a law. Right. Uh, right. But I think. here in, in, uh, in these other countries, you know, you can get a year off to, to raise your kid, et cetera. Uh, and somehow those countries survive, you know, they make it, they, <laughs> they, they, these people aren't starving. That's not suddenly third world. Hitler didn't invade and take over, you know, it didn't, right. it, it wasn't the crumbling destruction of society. Most of these countries are doing pretty well, actually. Um, so, you know, but I'm not saying we want to mimic Finland system either. What I'm saying is, is we have to look at all of these things and say what works and what doesn't work. Right. You know, what is. What is actually stuff that makes sense to do and what's stuff that we're maybe only doing in order to uh, appease corporations in order to have their owners make more and more money off of, off of what we're doing. But again, this is the kind of thing that he got, he got all burned out about. And the thing that I wanted to talk about was that sometimes I, I come across as maybe sounding a little liberal talking about these things, social programs and stuff, but I, I'm a moderate and, um, so I'm equally hated <laughs> by people on the left and people on the right, because yeah. I choose to find a lot of middle of the road type of solutions towards things. And, uh, I don't always agree with things like, for instance, like I'm pro gun. I think that you, um, should be able to go and be able to get a gun. And I believe you should be able to have a gun as protection because sure. if somebody breaks into your house or uh, attacks your person, um, you should be able to defend yourself and have the ability to at least, uh, you know, um, do it in, in such a way that, you know, uh, at least, you know, eye for an eye type of thing. And, you know, I was one of the first people in the state to get a concealed carry permit when it became legal. Now you can carry in the state without one. 
Um, but uh, you can still use one in order to get reciprocity with other states. So if you want to carry into another state that requires a license, it's good to have one. But you can carry now a firearm in the United States without with that one. That's fine. That's great. I think that's great. However, I think two things. I think in a in a broad, long-term sense, okay, if you want mm-hmm. to get to a point where there are no murders from guns, then you have to get rid of all the guns. So I think that as a country, at some point we might come, and this is not going to be while I'm alive, but I think at some point we'll come to a conclusion that we don't want to have all these firearms in our country. Like, for instance, if we take Germany for a for a minute. Mm-hmm. Number one economy in Europe, okay, has about 80 some million people population. Uh, smaller, though, than the United States, square miles, right? About yeah. a third, maybe less than that of the United States, continental. Um, and uh, so the United States population is 300 million. Germany's is. Uh, around 80 million. So first of all, how many murders, criminal murders, homicides in 2020 do you think happened in Germany? Just, you know, just guess a number. Oh, 100. Okay. So it was about, well, it was, it was 245. Oh, right. 245 homicides. Now you might be thinking, well, that's because they don't have any guns. Well, not true. You could own a gun in Germany. You can have a gun for self-protection. You can buy a gun. You do have to get a permit, but people get guns. You can own guns. There's guns in Germany. Plus, where Germany is located, the border borders some countries that have laxer laws because, you know, it's right there on next to the old Soviet countries. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to smuggle in some weapons, not going to be very difficult for you uh, and, and all that. So... There's guns in Germany, 245 murders. Now, in the United States, Donnie, how many murders, homicides do you think there were in the United States in 2020? In the country. Yeah. In the whole country. Yeah. So, say, I'll say 100,000. No, but... Oh, 30,000. It was about 25,000. So, it's about 10 times... The number, or a hundred times the number. What am I thinking here? A hundred times the number? Ten times? What, 2,500? Yeah, ten. Like a hundred times. A hundred times the hundred number. A hundred times, yeah. hundred yes, times yeah, the yeah. number of what's happened in Germany, right? Now, to be fair, the population is smaller, but the density, population density is similar. But I would say that, you know, if you just extrapolated that in, in, by four and say, you know, you times it by four, it'd be like a thousand murders in Germany versus 25,000 in the United States. Most of those murders are done with guns, right? So if you want to get to a point where you have less of that, then you need to come up with a way to have less guns. Now you might be thinking, well, you do that. Then the criminals have the guns and you're unprotected. And I was, I know all these arguments. I, I get that. I get all that. And that's why I say at the beginning, 
I'm pro-gun. It's the only way you're going to defend yourself. But what I'm saying is, is that as a bigger conversation, we need to decide what is it that we're doing and why are we doing it? And, and is this the best way? You know, 30% of Americans own guns. 30%. That is a huge number. That's a huge number of gun owners in the United States. Yeah. And why do they all own them? Okay. There's a percentage that goes hunting. Absolutely. Sure. Some percentage are law enforcement, security. They need it for some sort of work reason. Yeah. And there's enthusiasts who like to shoot target shooting for instance okay but i would say that the vast majority of gun owners own guns for self-defense right because they're concerned that someone's going to try to come in to where they're at and murder them basically right fair right but statistically it's so low that it's going to happen to you, that it's, it's, it's almost like statistically impossible. Unless you're black and you live in the ghetto, in one of the major cities especially. Not trying to be racist. It's just a statistical number. It's, it's, it's the truth. If you look at murders from firearms in the United States among white people, just white people, not Chinese people, not uh, Arabs, not Mexicans, whatever. Just whites. Latino. Right. Just white people. The numbers are very similar to the European numbers that we just talked about, meaning they're very low. They're very low. So what we have is a lot of murders happening in areas that we know, gangs, drugs, crime, etc. But gangs, drugs, crime exists in these other countries, for instance, in Germany. But what's interesting about that is that in those um, crime-filled areas, murders by guns are still significantly, significantly lower than they are in the United States. Why is that? The only reason is is because of guns. It's because of it's because of guns and uh, the fact that they're they're there to to you know to use. Now, again, just for people listening, I'm not saying we should just get rid of the guns and let the government have the guns and all this kind of thing. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. But I'm saying on a on a larger scale. If you wanted to do something like they did in England, where even the cops don't have guns, except for SWAT, which makes sense, because occasionally somebody does have a gun, and you need a SWAT team to go in and get them. Sure. The regular cops walk around with just a nightstick, uh, so that the government doesn't have the weapons to sort of hold over on you. So, basically, what I'm saying is, is if you get rid of the guns from the people, and you get rid of the guns from the police, too. And then it becomes a more level playing ground. It might make more sense. But the other aspect of it is, is that I, it won't, it won't happen because of the fear that we talked about before in this country. And so I also advocate, I say to myself, look, you should probably get rid of semi-automatic weapons. Right. They're too efficient at mass killings. You can do a revolver 
And I own just, I own a revolver. I have a 38 special. It's a nice little gun. And I have a, um, a, a Ruger 9mm that's semi-automatic. So, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not biased against the guns themselves. But if a shooter goes into a, into a place and wants to murder people, they're going to get off six shots before they have to reload that gun. And they might be able to reload it pretty quick, but it gives people an opportunity, right? To rush the right. guy, to, to run, to run, to, 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 to get out, etc. But when you've got a semi-automatic weapon that yeah. can fire, you know, 20, 25 bullets, depending on what it is, sometimes more. I mean, some of these things have ridiculous cartridges. I mean, right. Tommy guns from back in the day, you know, yeah, yeah. Those, those barrel things. I don't know how many bullets they held, you know, 50 or something. Um, but, you know, you can just unload on a crowd, you know, and that guy, yeah. you know, that was up in um, Vegas shooting down with his um, bump stocks and stuff at that at that concert. Yeah. You know? That guy had, a, had an arsenal of weapons, you know, but, you know, he was using semi-automatic weapons to just constantly fire, 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 fire. If he had a bolt action gun, he would have still killed a lot of people, but maybe not as many. Right. Because right. he wouldn't just be laying down bullets. And that's one of the reasons why in most states. Uh, machine guns are banned, right? I mean, why do we ban machine guns? Because they're mass casualty weapons. They're just, you know, they're just going to spray people with bullets. They're made for killing people. Yeah, I mean, right. And you don't need a semi-automatic weapon to hunt with. I mean, maybe somebody's hunting weird and needs that many bullets. I don't know, what are you, hunting ants? And you got to shoot all the ants? I don't know what you're doing. Flock of birds, but you know most hunters. You know you can you're, you're getting off. You want to get that one shot off, right? You want to do it right. You're trying to get yeah. that one shot, you know, and you can do it with a bolt action gun. Um, no one's trying to spray the animal with a tons of bullets that they got to work out later, you know. So, so there's really not a good reason for a hunter to have one. And in terms of like self defense, like there's. There's almost no situation you're going to find yourself in where a six-shooter revolver isn't going to be enough for right. a home invasion or right. some guy giving you shit somewhere, you know, in an alleyway or something. Like, right. Like you're, you know, the, the you don't need to pull out an Uzi nine millimeter, right? The, the, if somebody broke into your house, the, the 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 images in people's heads of like five intruders breaking in all at once and not having enough bullets to shoot all of them. It just doesn't happen, you know, or it, it's happened like once or something. It's so rare. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like, if you have more than one person coming into your house to, to, to rob you or whatever, as soon as they hear a gun, they're most likely going to run. Right. You know what I mean? And, There's nobody going like, Oh, they got guns. Let's, let's go see who's got the gun. And I don't think necessarily like if you were going to purchase something for home defense, I don't actually think a revolver is a great weapon. Now, I think a revolver or, or even, you know, a handgun, I don't think it's it, it's great for personal carry, right, to go out with a gun because it's small, hopefully, and you can keep it hidden and everything. But I think at home, it makes more sense to have like a pump action shotgun, probably yeah. with something like birdshot in it. But, you know, you could put whatever, you know, you want to put double odd buck in it or something and blow a guy's hole in his stomach or whatever, fine. But... You know, the thing is, is that I think if, like what you're saying, is if somebody comes into the house and they hear you ratchet that thing, you know, load it, they're going to walk back out the door. You know what I mean? Right. You don't want to go up against a guy with a shotgun. I mean, because, you know, that's going to spray everything, right? 
Yeah. Where you could totally miss with a with a with a handgun, especially if you're nervous or it's late at night, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um and you know. But my point is is that if you just had revolvers, shotguns, bolt action rifles, that's enough. It's enough for practical use of what everybody needs to do. You don't need semi-automatics. But again, I get all these arguments. People are going to sit there and talk about the government's going to, you know, come in and start with that and then take away everything. And, you know, why can't it's my First Amendment right and all this sort of right. stuff. Like, and that's where you have to have the bigger conversation. You have to sit there and say to yourself, you know, what what are we doing? And, and is the trade-off worth it? Now, 25,000 murders from from guns, that doesn't include accidents. There's lots of gun accidents. And... You know, part of the problem, and this is this is actually a Democrat problem, is that, you know, they had made a gun, uh, one of these companies, I forget which one it was, Colt or somebody, had made a gun that was um, electronics, but it, it was a regular gun, but it had like some electronic part to it, where it identified you when you gripped it. So if it was your gun, it would know kind of like your thumb sensor on your phone, right? Yeah. So your your fingers would touch the grip. And it would know your grip, and it would let you shoot that gun if you were holding it. But if your kid had picked it up, if somebody tried to use it against you, it won't fire for them. Right. So this is a great idea, right? Sure. But the Democrats had passed some law in some stupid city somewhere that basically said that if they ever make a gun that's safe like this, like a safe gun, that that's the only gun that they're allowed to sell. So, of course... Then there's all this pressure and they make it so that smart gun goes away because, you know, they can't have that. They can't make it so that it's going to ruin all of this. You know what I mean? So they, so they get rid of it. And, and, and so we have this, you know, laws and things that are being passed, you know, that are making it so, uh, maybe they were made in good, with good intention, but uh, they should just get rid of those laws because then you could offer people like guns that are safer. So you could stop having accidents, but no, we we're, we're stuck in this scenario where gun accidents, especially with kids that are tragic, you know, happen all the time. But I think that, you know, it's a longer, it's a longer story. So that puts me in a more of a moderate role. I say you should own a gun. I think if you want to own a gun, you should be able to go buy a gun. I think you should be able to have it for self-defense. But I also think that if we want to get rid of all the killings in the world, like, or at least in the country, that are done with guns. We have to get rid of and, all the guns. But that's the but that's the thing is there's a, there's a compromise in there, and you're never going to get to it because you get, the people are so far on one side about get rid of everything, get rid of everything. And now I agree with you. I understand you you, you can have a pistol, you can have a handgun, you can have a, a rifle, you know, like a, a small rifle or a shotgun or something. That, that's, that's all you need. Right. For your property, yep. for even even for hunting. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, oh, you need is a rifle with a good sight. Boom. You right. know what I mean? You don't need to take 50 shots at something right. in 10 seconds. Right. And, 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 and I would say, like, if you wanted to have a semi-automatic or if you wanted to have, um, uh, you would do it just like you have to do it where if you want a silencer or you wanted to own a machine gun. There's just more paperwork. You just yeah. have to do it like, and you have to wait three days. Yeah, you have to make it right. You have to make it uh, just a little bit more difficult so that you can still get one, but you just have to make it so there's a little bit more hoop jumping. But oh no, oh no, no, we can't have that. No, but that's the thing that, and that's that's what comes with the compromise. But they nobody will do that. 
You know what I mean? Everybody's everybody everybody on each side is too busy thinking, well, I want what's mine, 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 mine. My opinion matters. Uh, you know, me, 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 where it's not the, the issue is not a me or a use issue. It's an us. Yes. You know exactly. what I mean? It's 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 a whole it's it's not it's not me deciding for me what I want because I don't care either way. I don't have a gun. I don't want a gun. I don't need a gun. It's like right. Yeah, maybe I should, maybe I do, you know what I mean? For protection, maybe everybody should have one for protection, but I live in the middle of Olmstead Falls. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay. You know what I mean? But it's like, but I don't care, but I see the greater picture. I mean, you, that's, and that's what you have to do. And none of these people will do that because the greater picture isn't their greater picture. And if it's not theirs, then why do they care? I don't care about anybody else. I only care about me. That's why people are running red lights and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Right. And, and so, you know, that, that's, uh, you know, it's the same thing. Like you, you, they want everybody to be registered with a, they want to have everybody show an ID to get a vote. Right. Right. They're all about that. They're all about let's, you've got to have an ID to vote, but then it's like, you know, if you put any kind of restrictions like that on firearms and they're just like, Oh no, fuck that. Right. Right. So anyway. it's just like, so the, yeah, but, dude, yeah, go ahead. It's so petty that people come into the furniture store and when you go to buy a piece of furniture, they like to get your name and your address and all that, all you like just to get your information so they can put you in the system. And you would, you wouldn't believe how many people are like, why, what do you need my address for? Oh, what is yeah. going on here? Yeah, why are, yeah. what do you need my phone number for? It's like, I get, I get paperwork for, I've had paperwork for Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, Bozo the clown, like, cause people are just like, put whatever name, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't want my information out there. And it's like, your information's out there. <laughs> Dummy. Stupid. Anybody can get it. You know? Right. You're not hidden. People are just dumb. You know, Sorry. it's uh, it's interesting because um, I watch this thing. And um, uh, like, let's say you and I are both riding in a car together. Right? Uh-huh. Going to a concert. Sweet. Um, I have my phone where I have things set up where it's like, you know, I don't have, I'm not telling people where I'm at. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not doing nothing. And you're more lax about it. You post up something somewhere where you're going. Right. And that gets, that gets harvested. But what they can do is they can actually use the, um, uh, the motion control, the motion sensors in your phone, right, to feel your environment. So they can mm-hmm. feel like when you hit a bump, you know, how you how the car's yeah. moving, what's going on, etc., which way you're heading, all this sort of stuff, and they can they can detect that same thing in my phone, right? And even yeah. though I'm not sharing my location, etc., that pattern matches what's in your phone. So now they go, oh, Kevin's going with Don. So, you know, you can't win is what I'm saying. Like, they're tracking you a hundred different ways, man. They just, you know, just to feed you some bullshit ads to buy some Lucky Charms or something. There are cameras that you have no idea are there that are looking at you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. hundred percent. And it's not like, and, and, and that's the other thing is everybody thinks, everybody thinks, oh my God, they got cameras over there. I can't go walk into you. They're not, they're not focusing in on you. 
You know what I mean? The cameras aren't there for focusing in on you individually, right. unless you do something and that's what they're looking for. You know what I mean? Like just cause you walk through the lobby of a hotel doesn't mean you're like, Oh my God, somebody's watching me. I could just, it, it, what, why would anybody, but I this think, dude I think through the like lobby? those types of technologies, like we need to have a, like a bigger conversation about that stuff too. Like, I think that, you know, we need to have a blanket ban on facial recognition. I think it should just be banned because it will lead down, not just like, we're not all going to become rebels of the government and run around behind buildings with dynamite and shit and blow shit up and shoot cops. None of that, right? But what yeah. it does is it creates a potential to have a, you know, a totalitarian state. It, it puts It puts too much power in the hands of people. Like... My city is putting in these, um, well, they've been discussing it, putting in these license plate readers, right? And not the ones that are on cop cars that roll around because they everybody has those thanks to Homeland Security. But they're going to put these on the main intersections on coming in and out of the city. Hmm. And they're going to scan all the license plates that are coming in and out of the city. Now, it's going to be run by the local police station, my, my police station, right? Now who who are they and what are they using it for? They're not going to a court to get permission to look through it, right? So what if you're the wife of a cop that's stalking you or a girl or you're, you know, or a cop is stalking some girl or something or a girl cop is stalking some guy, whatever. Hmm. Now they can see, when you're leaving and when you're coming back, you know, and you extrapolate that to a national system and mm. somebody with bad intentions can track you where you're going, etc. And, right. you know, maybe it allows you to catch some criminals, you know, more often because they're right. driving around with a warrant or something, but you know, the the risk of abuse, I think, is higher. The dangers of it are higher, and I don't think that kind of technology should really be used. I don't like red light cameras. I don't like speeding cameras because this technology, you know, we get these megapixels and things, um, and these things keep improving and cameras keep improving and all this sort of stuff. And it's not going to be long before, like, the camera's not just seeing if your car is going through an intersection too fast, but it's going to be able to, like, look in your window. It's going to see you, and it's going to see what's in your car. And, oh, hey, it's public because, you know, your windows are open. I I can see it. And, hey, yeah. look, that guy's got drugs in his car. He's got alcohol in the car. He's, he's not looking. He's looking at his phone. He's doing all this stuff. You know, and it... It's not even human beings doing it. Like it's it's a machine creating the ticket, creating the fine, and sending it to you. You know, it's like robots controlling your behavior yeah. uh, of what you're doing. And and I just think that do we really need all that? Are we so scared of crime that we need that? Like where I live, like in North Royalton, is crime really that rampant that we need right. to have those kinds of cameras here? Sure, if it's East Cleveland, maybe. Right, because of all the because of all the guns and things, but uh, and the crime, not just the guns, but you know what I mean, the gangs. I guess what I'm trying to say. Right, but in North Royalton, 
Right. Fuck no, you don't need that here. Right. It's just, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. But now that's, you know, that's, that's the way things are. And it's just going to keep getting more and more intrusive until you're just being, like you're saying, just being monitored like all the time. So it doesn't matter if the furniture store has your name and ID and everything. You might as well just give it to them, right? Because they're going to send you a coupon in the mail. It doesn't matter that they have your name and address because they've already gotten your picture, all your information from your picture when you walked in the door. Yeah, right. They already know. The people that, the the, 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 the police and everyone that, you know, have all that stuff. Like it's, you know, the, the, the furniture store just wants to send you a coupon. And I get yeah. it. Maybe you don't want all that spam. Give them a bogus email address. But the rest of it, you know, it's not a big deal. Just whatever. But anyhow, the other thing I wanted to mention to being moderate is, um, like, I believe that, like, I am not, first of all, I'm not a religious person. I don't really believe in the whole Trinity thing from Christianity when I grew up. Okay. We've kind of talked about that in the past. Not, not big into that at all. Um, but I believe that you should not just have freedom of religion, but I think, I think religious people should have certain rights that seem like they're constantly being eroded and taken away from them. Even though I don't believe in these things that they believe in, I think that they have the right to believe in those things. And I think that some of the things that they believe in, they're being pressured to, you know, accept things that go against their religion. It's like take gay marriage for a minute. Okay. First of all, I don't care if people get married, if they're gay, I got no skin in the game. Right. I don't care. Whatever. You know, do whatever you want. I don't care. But, um, for a religious person, let's say a Catholic, um, that's, you know, considered against God, right? Like, uh, that's, that's what they've been taught, right? Um, God has decided that, you know, this is wrong and that gay people uh, shouldn't get married. Now, I think from a legal standpoint, um, you know, it's already been, it's already been resolved. The Supreme Court said it's the law of the land. Gay people can get married. And I think from a legal standpoint, that's it. But I think that when you create an environment that religious people have to share with uh, things that they don't believe in, that it becomes contentious and it, and it creates this thing where the religious people are wrong and we're right. So it's kind of like, you know, um, you see this in schools a lot, right? They teach things that the religious people don't want their kids to know or learn about, etc. And I'm not just talking about like evolution and things like that, which I think, you know, is helpful for kids to learn evolution, but people often make it sound like the religious people are really backwards and in the way they're thinking and that it doesn't follow science and that the science of evolution is, 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 is more thought out and it should be taught to kids. But I think is, is like the kids are going to get by just fine without learning about evolution. I haven't done much in life where evolution has, <laughs> has impacted my day to day or anything right. like that. Right. Right. Like you can know about it, but it's like, if you, if the parents are so dead set on not having their kids learn it, it's okay, man. Like, you know, they don't need to learn it that bad. It's, it's, not, there's like lots of things we learned in school that we really don't use today that we really don't need to know. And I think it would be like, you could help respect uh a lot of these people's religious beliefs by allowing them this kind of um 
uh, compromise and say like, you know, okay, this bothers you. We won't, they don't have to participate in this right, right. now. Not everything. Obviously you need to learn some math, right? If somebody yeah, that, was like, you, I don't like spelling or something. You'd be like, yeah. he's got to learn how to spell. That's just yeah. it. You know, but that but there's there's factual reasons behind doing reading, that. writing. Right. Now I, I I agree that like denying science is not necessarily the right way, but what I'm saying is is that <laughs> what science often is trying to say is that religion is wrong and science is right. And what I'm trying to say is we don't know if religion is wrong. We know that we, science is right because we can measure science. Yeah. Okay. But we can't measure. We can't measure religion. We don't know if it's right or wrong, right? And so, because it, because science can't measure it, science by its nature says it doesn't exist, and that's the way science is with everything that doesn't exist. What What's outside our universe? We don't know, so it doesn't exist. You yeah. know, one of the things like science is trying to do right now is get rid of um, infinity. Uh, because infinity doesn't exist because you can't measure it. You can't, you, there's no way to measure infinity. Yeah, right. There's no beginning, no end. So it doesn't exist. Scientifically, you can't do anything with it. So they're always talking about creating some sort of large number uh, to represent, you know, the maximum scale of something or anything and making that the determinant because, uh, yeah. And, and, and it may be that whatever we decide actually is the infinite, maybe there is no infinity. Like, you know, when you were kids and they said the universe is infinite, like nobody knows that. You right. know what I mean? There, you can't, there's no way to know. Just there guessing. might be a wall. There could be a wall. Yeah. But I mean, nobody knows. And, and so like, uh, and, it's, and it's really not because eventually the whole thing will disappear a long, long, long time from now because all of matter will radiate away into nothingness. So it will all go away. Sounds like fun. Yeah. So, but anyway, getting off topic here, but I think that, (sighs) you know, it's not like I want uh, to to force religious dogma on everybody, but I think if the baker doesn't want to bake a cake for a gay wedding, uh, he, he just, he shouldn't have to, he shouldn't be forced to do it. You know, like, it's just, it's like, let respect these people's beliefs. And, and if they leave you alone, it's not like, you know, look, if you're the only bakery in town <laughs> right. and you can't make your own wedding cake and this is your only choice, then you got to work it out. Okay. I get, you know what I mean? Like, but I think that, uh, that's not the case. You know, you can get mail order wedding cake or something. I don't know, but you can get a wedding cake from someplace else. And I think. It's like people are trying to force these things on people uh, that have these beliefs, and and I think that that's wrong, and well, that puts me, you know, I'm I'm on the right on that issue, and I think people on the left will disagree with me on that, but I just think that, you know, it's people believe these things very deeply, and and this is, you know, their life, and and when you try and sit there and tell them that God is wrong to them. That's just ridiculous. You're not going to get anywhere, with right? That, you know, it's just it's just anybody anybody who argues a point with someone. Like if you like the color blue and I don't, and I try to tell you how great it is, that's not going to make you change your mind. You know what I mean? And that doesn't and that doesn't take away from your like of 
the color blue. You know what I mean? Just because I say, oh, well, blue is stupid. It doesn't mean you're going to be all of a sudden be like, you know what? I think he's right. Blue is stupid. You know, you're still going to have your belief. You're still, you know what I mean? So it's like, there's no point. There's no point in, in me saying that's why it's like that's why i get out of these arguments when people talk about bands and stuff we're like well that band sucks and it's like yeah to you it does right you know what i mean not not to me but or not to whoever like even and i'm I'm the same way people will tell me you know people like oh you don't like this band it's like i don't listen to them you know i don't tell people i don't like them i don't tell people i hate it i don't tell people it's garbage i just say i don't listen to it Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because and that's and that's how it be, that's how it should be. You know, you'd be like, okay, I don't listen to it. Oh, you don't listen to it? Not a problem. <laughs> you know, as opposed to like like Kevin Rob. Kevin Rob would be like, you hear this album? You'd be like, no, I don't listen to it. Well, you're about to. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, you're just right. like, well, no, that doesn't mean I want to. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how people are. Unfortunately, that's how people are nowadays. They're like, this is what I believe. Accept it. And it's like, yes, okay. Like they have to be absolutely right. Like their way or, or nothing. But most of their way is just stuff that they, they've heard somebody else preach or talk about on a news show. And they're yeah. just regurgitating uh, the things that they've learned. It's funny. That guy that was arguing with me was telling me that uh, everything I was talking about was from somebody called Andrew Yang, which was probably oh. some left-wing pundit or, or columnist or something, or he, book writer. He was... He was the, it's the guy he ran for president, but didn't make it too far. Really? Wasn't it? Andrew Yang, the Korean I have guy. no idea Asian who he's guy. talking about. Like, I have no idea. Like, I'm 50 <laughs> years old, and a lot of these things I've <laughs> talked about are things that have been talked about for years, right? Yeah. And a lot of these things you learn about, because I follow a lot of investment and stock stuff, and you find out about businesses and and economics and all of this sort of stuff. So a lot of those things that I'm talking about economically are, are from those locations. I don't spend any time reading or watching any kind of news like that, or, or right. um, especially anything opinionated, boring, so right. boring. I don't give a shit less crap. You know, right. I, I ain't watching none of that Tucker Carlson or any of that right with stuff. And, and I know more right wing. I don't know any left wing people. <laughs> I mean, like, pundits or anything like that i i think a long time ago there was like a radio station that tried to like go up against like rush limbaugh and stuff because most of am radio was right-wing radio and so they created something it failed and i think janine garofalo was like one of the radio people you know and 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 so they were all like supposedly left-wing or something so so that's what i got i got janine garofalo maybe being a pundit for the left in, in terms of the right, like the William H. Buckley, the Rush Limbaugh's, the, the Breitbart and all that. Like, I know all that stuff uh, because it's just like, it's constantly fed, you know, in every kind of yeah. news outlet and things or promoted, et cetera. Yeah. I'll tell you anything about the left. I mean, I guess like, I, uh, I don't even know what it means. What, How about that? Left and right. Yeah. I mean, I don't want you to explain it to me. You don't, don't take the time to explain it because it doesn't matter. <laughs> Because people have explained it to me. And it's like, I get, I understand that the left believes one thing and the right believes the other thing and they back forth, blah, 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 blah. But it's like people will sit there and have kind of like this whole, like this whole paragraph that you just said or whatever, where yeah. it was like, well, the left do this and the right do that. And the right did this. And this. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's like, I don't know what they did and I don't care what they did because you know what? In the end game, it doesn't, it doesn't look at, look at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's right. like, I, because I don't know it, 
Yeah. I think I'm better off right. because I don't have that running through my head worrying about whatever. You know what I mean? Well, the, well, the part of the problem is is that it's very much it's very much dynamic in the sense of it can change and it has changed throughout history. Uh, parties will um, appeal to the disenfranchised voter. So if the Democrats are doing something that people don't like, the Republicans will champion the opposing viewpoint. Of course. And same as uh, on the other side of it, right? There's one, one of them is going to champion whatever your viewpoint is uh, one way or the other. And so it's, it's a moving target. Um, but essentially, you know, the right and conservatives want, so they say they want smaller government. They want, less taxes, less government. And the Democrats on the left want more social welfare, more government. But, you know, it doesn't seem to always go that way. For instance, when George Bush was president, obviously we had 9-11. And because of that, and under his leadership, being a Republican, being conservative, he blew government up like he got larger significantly larger under him he created homeland security and that created this apparatus that spread everywhere and created this massive um funding and everything you know uh in order to pay for all of this sort of stuff has it helped well i guess we haven't had a lot of terrorism we've had some uh but right. we haven't had a lot um although i i think that you know, a lot of that initial 9-11 stuff was simply because we, our guard was down and we didn't really have a very good, you know, monitoring system for who's getting on and off airplanes, right? Yeah. Um, that more than anything else. Um, in terms of like breaking up uh, terrorist cells and everything that are in the United States, there really hasn't been much of anything. There's been a few small things here and there. Um, but, uh, nothing that's ever developed into the kind of plot that like nine 11 was who knows right. what's still out there. We don't know, but, but yeah, but he made, they made government big and you know, they're all about, um, uh, you know, um, reducing taxes and, and, and shrinking, um, the budget, but they ended up spending more money. They ended up, you know, Clinton had actually, because he was such a deficit hawk had actually shrunk the economy he was the only president that actually balanced the budget. And, uh, when Bush came into office, he, he spent so much money, um, that, you know, he, he blew government up and then he, uh, with the, with the tax cuts and everything, just put us right back into where we are today, where the country's just draining right. cash like crazy. And this, in this cycle, it, it just continues all the time. Right. Like it's, it's, um, uh, what they say they're going to do. They never really do because part of the part of the problem is that our lawmakers don't really spend a lot of time anymore making laws. Hmm. Uh, they give that to other organizations. You're the FCC. Fine. You make the rules for this and that. You know, you're in charge of, of uh, you know, these rules and those rules. You're the Federal Trade Commission. You decide what the rules are for this and that. So, so Congress isn't sitting around making a lot of laws. What Congress is doing is spending our money. 
And so when you want to know what your congressman has done for you, he probably hasn't spent a lot of time making laws for you. He's probably spent money to put money into the community where you live so that people have jobs and then can say to them, hey, man, you did a great job. Thank you for giving me a job for me and my family. I'm going to vote for you. Right. right. Where if they make a law that says, hey, we don't want you to drive over 55 miles an hour, people are going to be like, I don't like you and I'm not going to vote for you again. Right. So, so most of Congress is what it's doing is it's just spending money, spending money, spending money. That's all they do. All these committees and things, they're just deciding what they're going to spend money on. It's a big, it's a big spend on everything situation in government. And, um, laws are so hard to pass now. That's why president creates these things called executive orders because presidents can't create laws. So what a president will do is like a president will assign the leaders when they become president, they say, okay, you're going to run the state department. You're going to run the FBI. You're going to run CIA. They can decide who the leaders are of all of these different things. And then they become basically their boss, right? The president's the boss of all of these different organizations. So then the president can say to them, hey, don't arrest anybody that um, has marijuana. Don't do that anymore, right? All right. And so, um, you know, go go arrest other people with cocaine or something, but don't yeah. arrest these people because yeah. they, can, they can do that. But sometimes <clears throat> some of the executive orders that they give border on trying to create new laws, and sometimes those get challenged. And sometimes the president loses, but a lot of times the president ends up having to make um, uh, deciding what gets enforced, what doesn't get enforced. It's just like the immigration thing, you know, and tightening the immigration, less immigration, et cetera. It's all kind of, you know, these executive orders that the president's passing because Congress, you know, we all realize that the immigration system is broken. Yeah. But Congress can't get together and pass laws to fix it. Right. Because everybody can't get out from underneath themselves. They can't. They can't do it, and so you end up. Yeah, you end up with a with a mess, and and um, like we have now, and then it's uh, a bunch of finger pointing, and and right. nobody's you know looking at it from the reality of the fact that you know it the system's not built right, and it has to be changed, and and anyway, we can go on and on about it, but I don't want to like this show's not about politics it's about ideas but i wanted to just have this show to just explain to people that i do agree with some things on the right and i do agree with some things on the left that puts me as a moderate i don't mind being hated by both sides for my opinions <laughs> that's all they are is my opinions i'm not trying to change your mind about anything on this show your neither is don sucks we're not trying to do anything like that i never sit there and say this is what you have to do this is what you need to do I'm not telling you to go anywhere. I don't tell you to go vote or anything. I, you do whatever it is you want to do. All I'm trying yeah. to do is give you some perspective, just give you some different information so you can just think about it, maybe in a different way. Maybe you've heard these things before and you don't care. It's fine, you know? But it's like just every so often I just think, hey, you know, this is kind of interesting. Let's kind of talk about it and, you know, throw some ideas or some things I've learned or some things I've talked about and um, get a kind of a dialogue going, and we discuss it. That's all we're doing. That's yeah. it. You know? It's not a political show. Hell, most of the time we're talking about right. Disney and shit like that, you know, movies and TV and stuff. I don't even know my po political affiliation. I had to have somebody tell me. 
Go through that website that tells you like what you most agree with and don't agree they, with. Well, no, I said, I said the, yeah, this, this comedian buddy of mine, he said, he was like, so what are you, Democratic or Republican? I was like, I don't know. And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, I already just, what are you registered? I go, I don't know. Did I register? I never, I never. And then he asked me a bunch of questions and he goes, oh, okay, you're a Democrat. And I was like, if you say so. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay, you know? Right. Well, that's how. because with all those people that's just because if you disagree on any one point that they have then you're not in their camp right then you're 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 in the other camp like you could be like I'm pro gun I hate abortion you know I love religion and everything but I hate four wheel drive or something they'd be like you're a damn democrat you know yeah, you're a commie yeah get the fuck <laughs> out of here so you, you can't win with those those blankets nah, those blanket people like that it's no good well this this wasn't a this wasn't a hateful thing this was a, a friend of mine yeah, who was no, just know. like you know so the, it, was, it wasn't like they were trying to be like who are you what do you think <laughs> right. what do you, you know hang them hang them up because he was just asking because because usually when people start talking politics or religion to me or oh, with God. me no i'll immediately look at him and just be like you can just stop right there because right. there's no point in doing this yeah. you know there's we're not going to get anywhere but <laughs> but funny funny thing that you brought up science you're like science is real and religion we don't know right today at work somebody came in and they bought this piece of furniture and i poked my head out the door and they're like so do you think this will fit in there because we get that all the time you know they're always like you think it'll fit and I looked over at the, whole, the the vehicle and I looked at the piece. I was like, nah, that ain't going to fit. And they're like, are you sure? And I looked at him. I go, science won't allow it. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, it's good. It's a good answer. So, you can't just wish it through, right? It's got to. Right. Science, it's what we live. Yeah. yeah. I think um, so, if I am going to talk, I don't know if it'll be next week. I might take a break from this kind of conversation. But at some point, I want to talk a little bit about um, how. Um, dictators take over countries oh, uh, sounds interesting and uh why that happens because a lot of people for instance think and this goes to guns that um one of the things a dictator likes to do is round up all the guns and take the guns away from people it's really not the case um, hitler didn't round up all the guns and take all the guns away from people right. in fact at some point they distributed guns to people because they needed them to help defend the reich um from the russians as well as the Americans, although I don't know if any of them, um, maybe some of them, uh, the civilian uh, people shot at the Americans. I think when the when the U.S. troops came through, they were like, "Thank God it's not the Russians. Don't shoot at them." <laughs> you know? Right. Okay. But there's probably some zealots in there that did. But um, you know, and uh, so anyway, um, I just want to maybe talk a, a touch base about that on a future show. But we're over right now. It's been an hour and six. And, and sorry if any of this stuff is boring for you guys out there. Uh, but I just wanted to kind of clear the air on that because I've you know, gotten a bit of a spat one one person I was listening to the show. And, um, I and just you think, know he was listening. I just Well, I don't think he's going to listen anymore, so it doesn't matter. But I just want the oh, rest of everybody out there just to kind of know that, uh, you know, this isn't um, meant to be a political show. And, and you know, it, if you... You, if you take it there, if you're comparing me to like some liberal people or, you, you know, you're just thinking like, cause I'm, I'm throwing out ideas about like, how do we make things better for people? Like, how do we turn things around? Like, what do we got to do? I'm not going to accept if anything in life that it's, this is the best that there, this is as good as it gets. I'm always going to be sitting there saying like, how can we improve things? How do we, how do we do it? Do we change it? 
what about this idea? What about that idea? Right. And if you're just one of those people that's just closed minded and you think that your way is the right way and, and everything else is wrong. Yeah. I mean, we're going to say things that, you know, you don't agree with and I get it, but Hey, next week we'll be talking about, you know, I don't yeah. know, one of the, one of the shows on Netflix or something. Yeah. Uh, Cause that's what we do. We'll switch it up. Right, so. we'll switch it up. And before we go, yeah. before you finish it up, I just want everybody to know the football game has been canceled for the night. Due to the They've murder been, on the field? Due to the guy, the dude got CPR, he got rushed to the hospital, and he's in critical condition in the hospital in Cincinnati. Wow. And they and, 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 and still I just... Alive. Wow. Yeah, he's still alive. And, uh, and, yeah, the game has been postponed for the evening. And that's... Uh, so everybody's just walking out. Everybody's just like leaving. It's like Monday night football just got canceled because yeah. did it even like how far was it along? First quarter. It was. Oh. There's like six minutes left in the first quarter, something like that. So I just wanted to let everybody know that uh, you know. Well. So in case in case anybody was listening and they want that thread throughout the whole show where they're like, "Hey, whatever happened to that guy in the football game?" Well, he's in the hospital. Send your prayers. Hope that guy's all right. Yeah. Scary thing. All right, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Peace out. Peace. You've been listening to Oblast with Don and Kevin. If you'd like to write into the show, send an email to oblast at vgn.us. That is VGN as in video game news. And be sure to check out our Patreon page, which is at patreon.com forward slash VGN, where you can get all of our shows, our videos, and some musings. Uh, be sure to tune in each week for new episodes on our Patreon page or every other week on the public RSS feed that you're subscribed to now. Thanks for listening and good night. Peace.